my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. Everybody just calm down! I said if you had to put a gun to my head, I would say that we'd still be talking about Ben Simmons in the offseason. But holy shit, it finally happened. James Harden managed to bitch and moan his way out of another franchise. Going to the Philadelphia 76ers for Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, I believe two first-round picks. Correct? I think there's two future yeah, first-round picks. It's wild they swindled two first-round picks. And I think a, a second-rounder or two as well. But also, going with James Harden, um, Paul Millsap. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Paul Millsap was in that trade too. Yeah. Um, Did I say Seth Curry too? Yeah, I mean, we all know KD can't win without a Curry. So, yeah, they, they had to get Seth. Um, but, wow, just the absolute masculine urge by Daryl Morey to just trade his coach's son-in-law so his coach can focus more on basketball and less on family time. That's great. It's a basketball guy move, if you ask me. Um, I love the trade. It's interesting. So media day just happened and Ben and James were each talking about their new yep. teams. And James Harden came out and said that he tried to go to Philly in the first place and he got traded to Brooklyn. Like that was his number two choice. It wasn't his first choice. Which is cap. And uh, I mean, Philly, they were, talk, they were talking about Philly, but he like there was a lot of talk about him wanting to go to Brooklyn. Like, yeah, and also he had a soundbite saying that he's he's really excited to play with guys that are willing to do anything to win. And I think that's a huge shot at Kyrie Irving. It, it definitely is. He's, I mean, it's a news conference. They're obviously going to cap um, a shit ton. It's what every – I mean, like when Paul George got traded to the Clippers, talking about how he grew up a Clippers fan, even though there's literally pictures of him in Lakers yeah. <laughs> gear. Like, come on. Um, but, yeah, no, I get it. Um, but, okay, before we like, get into, like – Who's saying what? Like, because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like stuff coming out about this, which is very interesting. Let's like talk about what this means for both teams. Yeah. And stop talking about this. First, so oh yeah, wine sponsor tonight um, is it's kind of like afternoon right now, but it's a black Pinot Noir black box. Um, we're getting a little pregame buzz in before we go to this Timberwolves Hornets game. Wow. Yes. We're pretty sir. excited. Um, but ooh, so here's here's my um. Here's my hot takes on it all. Here's what I – I've had a couple of days to really think about this and run some 2K Sims and play some blacktop games. Okay. okay. See how these lineups are going to work. And what's your take? I think this might be the worst – I think this might be the worst move Darren Morey makes in his career. What do you mean by that? Hot take. Ooh. I've just never been a James Harden guy. I don't think – well, and especially like, you even said it, that in a couple few years – He's going to be essentially valued as John Wall and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he's going to be making like $50 million, and he's going to be like 36, and his style of play is no longer going to work as his athleticism dwindles. And he's already like, – we've seen the, the decrease, the decline. We've seen it. And granted, okay. like he, he, he was – He could have just been pissed and bitchy. He was and pissed like, because he wanted to go to a team that was ready to win, and he didn't want to do the same shit he was doing in Houston where he was just carrying a team. Which like he ended up just carrying a team. I mean, if you call like shooting forty four and thirty one splits carrying a team, then 
had he had the number one workload. That's interesting to me. I'm talking about this year, but um, yeah, I'm talking about this year. But, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I honestly soon. don't think that's a hot take. I think Brooklyn got so much better. Seth Curry is Seth. They, now they have Seth Curry, uh, Patty Mills, and who's who's injured right now? They're small forward. Joe Ingles. Joe Harris. No, no, Joe Harris. <laughs> they have three f- cannons from deep. And Kevin Durant and, and Kevin Kyrie Durant. Irving. And Kyrie Irving. Also a cannon from deep. Like they like they have five guys that can like get you with three no matter so, what. So, and like look at look so it doesn't at, like, matter what, what lineup you put. And also new, nick, new nickname Ben Ten. Ben Big 10. Fan. Put Ben 10 on the court with all, any of of those four, any four of those five guys, and perfect spacing. It'll be fucking yeah. electric. Yeah. So, like, in the thing I like about it most, there's so many lineup options that Steve Nash can play with. Yeah. So, they could literally, like, so here's, like, some potential lineups when Kyrie's playing and he's not playing. Okay. So let's be real. The guy's not going to get vaccinated. When Kyrie's playing, I think it'll be Kyrie, Seth, KD. I think Ben is going to play down the post to guard post players. They play the four. I kind of think, and this might be another hot take, they start drumming at center. Because Ooh. I think over Aldridge, who's been starting, and Claxton, because like I think where Brooklyn's been struggling at, they got so much better at, is defense and rebounding. rebounding. Drummond averages nine boards off the fucking pine. Yeah. And gets a block and a steal per game. Like I think you don't even need Drummond to really – yeah, he's not a good defender. He's like – Got a deer in headlights sometimes on switches. And but he gets boards. Pick and roll. But, like, you, I think you just get – you put Drummond in there to get fucking rebounds. That's it. I think he will have the kind of role that um, – who started for the Lakers when they won the championship? Um, they used to switch it between Dwight and, like, Mark. Mark would start, but, like, Dwight had the bigger role on the team. I would agree. So, like, I think – Dwight think, was there to, like, literally get rebounds and to get, like, gritty putbacks. So, I put think – Drummond will start on this team, but I think Claxton may have like a bigger role and will like potentially may have better lines. No, I think Drummond's gonna be he like he's the guy they need like because even Claxton is not a great rebounder. He's not a great rebounder, but like if you have Claxton then as your backup big, I think they're gonna split minutes. Is what I'm saying. I don't think it's gonna yeah. be like Andre Drummond playing 35 minutes in a. Playoff. No, no, he'll be getting like probably 25, 30. Yeah, I think they'll split. Or minutes. but like it depends who they play because here's the other option. You can go Warriors death lineup style and play Ben at the five. KD at the four. KD at four. Ingles at the three. Or mm-hmm. why are you saying Ingles? <laughs> Joe Harris. White guy. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Harris at the three. Seth at the two. Um, Kyrie at the one. But um, obviously when Kyrie's not playing, you'll probably just have Ben playing the like be the actual one. Then Seth next to him. And then probably go like Drummond, Durant. Yeah, Drummond, KD played the four, Drummond the five, and Harris, when he's healthy, played the three. Yeah. Um, Either way, there's just so many different options. And like, haven't you have Patty off the bench? You have Marcus Aldridge off the bench. Um, Cam Thomas off the bench. Cam Thomas has been playing well. Um, This team got way, way deeper. Um, And I mean, like I said, they addressed the, the biggest things they needed. They have. One of the top 
three defenders in the league. Three five defenders in the league. Yep. Um, you get rebounding and Drummond and Ben. You have and two guys shoot, that can get you. Just, eight. And you get shooting too. With Seth, you get like a dude. That's I think Philly's gonna miss him a lot. I he will, was a big part of their. I offense. will say, um, Philly also won the trade in terms that they didn't lose Tybal or Maxi. Yeah, but I don't think Brooklyn really wanted Maxi. I don't think Maxi fit in with their Which offense. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't. No, they have Kyrie but there, they have Patty there. Like, I do think both teams. I think this was a win-win trade for both teams. But in three years, we'll know I, who wins the trade in three years. We'll know who wins the trade in three years for this season and the next. It'll be a toss-up. But in three years, I think Brooklyn won this trade. Oh, I completely agree. I mean, it must be real. I don't think James James Harden is winning a championship. I just don't think he's that guy. He's not that leader. And, like, it's shown in his playoff career. His best games are when his teams are down, like, 0-3 or or down 3-1. And, like, when it's counted in these big games when his team's up or they need a win, James Harden has not showed up. He shoots inefficient in those big games. And, like, I think it was Zach Lowe throwing out some fourth-quarter numbers of these playoff games, and they're bad. Yeah. They're really bad. Um, and I'm not – I just – so, like, you think that Harden and Joel are just, like, a, a sense, like, a fit that just, like, oh, it makes total sense. But it's a little more complicated than people actually realize. I think like, they'll figure it out. I, I see the point of, like, yeah, they both use the ball a lot. They both need the ball in their hands to succeed. If anything, I think this gives – Joel a chance to not have the ball in his hands twenty four seven. So like he have he can do less work, and therefore he'll have more energy. And James can then do the same as well, where Joel can work, and then James can like take a couple possessions off and not have to be the guy forty eight minutes a night. I mean, I just, I just don't know how much better they honestly got, and like that's still like a pretty barbaric take. But I just like you I look at you got- look at Joel. Joel is not a pick and roller like Capella was. He's a pick and popper. Yeah. We're a pick and popper. And, like, what does James Harden do when Joel has the ball in the paint? Like, does he just sit there? Does he I move? Think I, he's not going to move much. Because but, that was the problem. Another thing that came out. But you have Tybal and Maxi move in. And if you, like, James, as James gets older, he's just going to become a better shooter. It's the same shit that happens. And what, is, what does Tobias do now? Tobias's role goes down. But I feel I like think, he's just there. I think he might be more efficient in the in these moments. It's like kind of when Wiggins became – when Wiggins went from a first to a fourth option on the Warriors, his efficiency went up. I mean, he kind of was already a fringe third. Two, two, three. Yeah, but like Seth would have his nights and Maxie would have his nights. True. Um, he has a higher average scoring uh, yeah both of them though so yep he's obviously the second option on offense um and I don't I don't know I just am I know like in Brooklyn I guess it it came out that Durant kind of wanted a free-flowing offense of just a lot of movement spacing Harden just wanted to play iso ball well yeah he just came from the Warriors of course he wanted spacing and freedom he saw it work and he wanted to do the yeah, same thing because it does work oh yeah it's the best way to play basketball i mean we've seen it like and i i've seen so many hall of fame guys and old players come out and say like the james harden of style play does not win championships it doesn't they they're just i mean these these teams yeah. that have just constant movement shooters and that's why if ben simmons can come back and play like he did before 
he can be like even like a 15, 7, 8, 9 guy or something and get a doesn't couple steals even, and a block. Doesn't even have to shoot fucking threes. It'd this cool team is so scary because their pace is going to be absolutely redonkulous. Yeah. You have, let's say if you go death lineup. Let's just fucking say you go death lineup right now. Which they will sparingly. You have just Simmons running the court and – Four guys on his wings. Game. You have four guys that shoot forty percent from yeah from deep. deep. Like, I think they would fucking smoke the Sixers in a series if Ben Simmons comes back healthy. Because let's be real, Ben Simmons is locking James Harden up on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like with spiteful. spiteful. And Kevin Durant's still the best player on the court. Yeah, always will be. And I mean. Yep, Joel will be hard to stop, but at least we have Drummond, who's a body. So, I mean, man, I just – I think if Ben just comes back remotely, like, looking good, I mean, Brooklyn's still right there. Yeah. They're still right there. They still, they could still come out of the East, what, in my opinion. What are the standings right now? What do we have for uh, – They're sitting – NBA standings. Brooklyn's sitting at eight. So, Brooklyn – Brooklyn is at eight. Seven games back of the one, and they seed. won their win streak. Their losing streak finally ended the first game. Seth Curry plays, and he has twenty three seven and five. Yeah, and that's still without Dude, Ben. Seth Curry's a great player, man. He's a really good player. Doc Rivers' daughter must have that was a great super soaker. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great. Well, should great we, snag by Brooklyn? Should we? Uh, should we look to our second biggest trade um, of the of the of the week? Yeah, yeah, we we can we can. Uh, so yeah, th- this, very interesting. This trade. trade definitely shocked me. Out of left field between the Wizards and the Mavs, uh, the Mavs traded for Davis Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie, and the Wizards received Chris Stapps Porzingis. Um, I knew the Mavericks wanted to get away from Chris Stapps. Yeah, but like. Badly enough to take on Bertans and Dinwiddie, who are just both having pretty pretty bad years. Pretty bad, bad years. And they got no picks in the deal either. But you know why they did it, right? I mean, like I like Davis. Davis Bertans. He's been bad this year. He's though. been bad this year, but like that does like his career shooting percentages are are still elite. Yeah, I just don't. Oh, man, I if just, you put him next to Luca, like he'll. Yeah, like, I think I think it's like it's a faint hope that. He could. Well, in the offense that the Mavs ran, Przingis played basically just like, stand in the corner like Bertans, and shoot, yeah. like Bertans does. Now Bertans is actually better than Przingis at that role, mm-hmm. and he's twenty million dollars cheaper. Yeah, I think Washington's offense really wasn't the way it kind of evolved this year. With... No, there's big guys all over the fucking court. Yeah, Trez, Kuz, mm-hmm. him, Dafford. Yeah, he definitely his role definitely diminished, and he's like he was kind of just like. It was an awkward fit. Became a very awkward fit for him. Um, but this move just comes down to money. Yeah. Um, Dallas wanted a lot more financial flexibility. We saw right when this trade happened, um, they gave Dennis Finney-Smith that extension. They just right after. Right after. Um, the other big piece of it is obviously Jalen Brunson. Um, they really, I think they really want – they're gonna have to resign him, and they do not have much money in terms of cap room moving into next. What year. is Bertans making? Bertans makes sixteen. <sighs> I mean, you're. It's obviously you're getting some more cap space by getting rid of Porzingis and take. I mean, those guys aren't on good contracts either. Let's. 
Giannis and those contracts are going to be difficult to move as well. Um, damn, you're really good paying Berton. So, ugh, yikes. So, 20 25. That sucks. Um, that's they, not great, but it's better than Przingis. They man. might, I, they might have, they should maybe, maybe have enough money to get Brunson um, this off season. They'd have to get rid of. They'd have to do some draft day trades, probably. To, they'd have to free up around nineteen million. How much cap room do they have? I mean, right now they're sitting at one thirty nine million, and I don't know what the cap is, but like. It's it, there's no way like they're over they're in the tax. Look it up. They might be out of the tax or a little bit out of the tax. I think now. I I don't think so. Um, let's see NBA tax. Sorry, folks. We're not big financial guys. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're getting there. Okay, so they're barely over the tax. Wait, that was two years ago. Okay. Okay, so it's a hundred and twenty-one million cap. And 147 tax. So yeah. they're over the cap by 18 million, but they're under the tax by 10. So they would need to free up a little bit of money. Yeah. Around 10 million. So Reggie I'm, Bullock, Dwight, I was, Powell, Dwight I was, Powell, Reggie Bullock, Maxi Cleaver are in those uh, amount ranges. Yep. Um, damn, I was really, I wasn't super surprised they gave Finney that contract right away. Um, Oh, this website doesn't even have Finney's thing like locked in. Damn, now we're just fucked they up, are, fucked up. They are kind of screwing our money right now. But it freed, they definitely got off a little bit. Of, they definitely got off money, though. Who do you think is the winner and loser of this trade? I mean, I think, I don't know why it made sense. I mean, I think the Wizards are just like, they're at a point where they're like, fuck it. Let's just see if this works. Because, I mean, these are both two guys that they really want to get rid of. Um, I know the Mavericks still really would like to keep Brunson, yeah. but Brunson's I th- I know he wants he wants about twenty million a year. Like he wants like a Fred Van Fleet s contract, and he'll get it from somebody. From somebody. Um, I mean Brunson's had a great year this year. Um, still like obviously very young and. Brunson's a great player, man. And I mean, he'd been playing really well when Luca was out for for bits. And I mean, I think he's averaging like 16, 16 a game this year. I think this this is weird because we haven't learned what kind of player Luca needs to be paired next to in order to succeed. Didn't work with Porzingis. And if you look at the ro- like their roster, there's nothing there's nothing flashy. It's like he's not he doesn't have a star that he's playing with. And they might let Brunson go. I mean, Brunson's been their second best player this year, but like they'd have to do a sign and trade. They do you really want to pay Jalen Brunson twenty million with like, and then you're kind of just like you're, absolutely strapped, and you strapped. don't want to like waste. Like I said, not that Brunson's a great player, and he's been their second best guy, but like, I don't know. You might need to use some money, but like, they still don't have a lot of money, regardless. No, they don't. Because you just took on. I mean, I think. Dinwiddie's an insur- an insurance policy for if when if Brunson leaves. Yeah, I think that might actually be why they did it. It's very true. That's and then if he stay, if he resigns, then they might find a way to trade Dinwiddie. Which would be tough. Which would be tough. It will um, be tough. I um, will say I am excited to see what Przingis looks in a Wizards jersey. 
It'll be really very interesting. Him with Beal, I mean, like, I'm not in love with Brzingis' game, but now that they don't have Trez anymore, I think— so like, KP would start at the 4 or the 5? Yeah, I think that could give them some flexibility. They should be an interesting team. I think they'll be in the play-in mix next year. Um, obviously, that's not great, but um, uh, I, I think it's interesting. I like this fit. I think he has more potential now than he— If If he does not play well in the Wizards, his career is over. I wouldn't say it's over because it's just like his contract sucks. People would still take him, it's, just not paying the max contract. All right. Well, let's uh, – like He's still averaging like 20 points a game this year. Yeah, I just don't – he's soft. But like the analytics are behind him are bad and everything else pretty bad. I don't know. I feel like Beal just needs to look at this and be like, Jesus Christ, another just completely lateral movement. It is lateral. Like, I mean, We are not going anywhere, and they just like – with that contract too, their money is getting pretty tied up. Like, it's something. Well, let's let's move to our third biggest trades that we thought. These are the two Celtics trades that were made. Um, the first of which, which I think is very cool, uh, they receive Derek White from the Spurs, and they give away Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford. Um, and second of which, they receive Daniel Tice for Dennis Schroeder. Ennis Freedom and Bruno Fernando in a trade with the Rockets. Now, I love this Derek White trade. He's on my fantasy team. He's a beast. Um, he's just He just makes winning plays. He's coming from the Spurs system, which translates well into Boston system. And I just think, like, Celtics have been playing amazing since the beginning of the new year, and this trade only helps them even more. I think they're a huge winner. Yeah, they definitely are. They definitely are a huge winner, especially like they won nine in a row, eight or nine in a row. And they they get Daniel Tice back. I love that too. I mean, you get another a solid, solid backup big, which they needed as well. Yeah. Um, the real Slim Shady of Boston, but <laughs> yeah, dude, I love I, I love that Boston just took him right back when they had the chance. I don't, think they, I don't think they really wanted to trade him in the first place. Well, the same thing with Al Horford. It was like a salary. Kind of just got rid of him because they needed to try some shit. Yeah, like move some money around too. Um, but damn, man. Derek White is a, such a great addition. Plays defense. He's a good scorer. Good shoot. Good playmaker. Like he's just a really solid, solid all-around player. Like, I mean, they're climbing in the standings. I think they're sitting at like five right now. Do you think or could you see – Derek White starting anytime soon, or do you think Marcus Smart will hold down that spot? Um, we oh Boston's at Boston's at six. Boston's at six. Yeah. Okay, yep, yep. But they're I mean they're only four and a half games out of first. The East is so tight Any, right yeah, now. Anything's anything's possible. In the East. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Do you see him starting, or do you think Marcus has it the rest of the season? I don't know. Uh, Marcus is their guy, and hasn't he been shooting pretty hot lately, too? He has been shooting well of late, yeah. I think Derek White's a better player than Marcus Smart, probably. That that a hot take? or uh, I mean, I like Derek White's game more than I like Marcus Smart's game. I'm going to be yeah. 100 with you. That's 100. You're 100. You're chill. Um... He's on a much better contract, too. I mean, it's kind of the same money, but... I didn't realize they're the same age, too. 
I like that. I, and they're not much older than Jalen Brown. I mean, but they also – I think it might make more sense for Derek White to come off the bench just because they have like a – they just have that playmaker. They need a, they need an offensive spark off the bench. But if you look at their team, it feels thin. Yeah, it does. Like they go – let's see, three, four, five, six, seven. Like they're like seven guys deep, like for sure. And then you're looking not a, at not a Grant Williams guy or Peyton Pritchard guy. I mean, I like Grant. So if you want to count Grant as like eight, but then like their nine and ten is Aaron Neesmith and Peyton Pritchard, and I pray to God they don't put in Luke Cornett. <laughs> oh my God! Like they're not a deep team, and I don't think they've really ever been a deep team. At least in the last. I mean, since they've had Tatum and Brown, everyone. I mean, team. everyone going into the season thought they were so deep. I'm like, what are you looking at? Like Juancho Hernan Gomez is gonna light up the Yeah, Grant Williams is just an incredible bench player, but he's decent. Yeah, no, I I like this trade for Boston. I think they're gonna keep rising in the standings. Um they they get a good good backup point guard, a good backup big. Um they, yeah, got, they didn't get rid of they got rid of Dennis though, right? They got rid of Schroeder, yeah. Which I think is fine. He's going to Houston? Yeah. He'll so he should be get, bought out. He'll be bought out. Um, Ennis Freedom already is bought out. Uh, wow, maybe, maybe the Houston is actually holds Dennis Schroeder hostage. Hostage in Houston. Like, James, like John Wall. Or maybe hostage. he just like, he's like, hey, let me just put up some decent numbers here so I can get a decent contract next year. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Like, um, I don't know. Well, let's move to our fourth biggest trade, and we're going to be seeing his debut tonight. The Charlotte Hornets traded. No, he's, he's already played. He has? Yeah, he's played already. Oh, are you sure? I don't think so. Yeah, he has. Eh, I don't know. No, look it up. Okay. You look it up with your phone. Oh, wait. You don't have a phone. Yeah, I lost <laughs> my phone this weekend. Drinking. Um, okay, so the Hornets traded for Montrez Harrell of the Washington Wizards in return for Vernon Carey and Ish, the Dish Smith. Um, I think this is great. The Hornets needed a big man. Um, I don't know if he's starting. I love him as I love him off the bench, but uh, I'm checking right now. Yeah. Okay. Your 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 Wi-Fi is just uh, abrasively bad. NBA games. This is actually your girlfriend's Wi-Fi. So watch your mouth. Um, yeah, he literally played. He, well, she can't hear me. And okay, when did what what day? Saturday? Yep. He played Saturday and Friday. Hornet. Okay, Trez did play 29 minutes off the bench. It looks like uh, – I don't – but we can't really tell if he's I, – I think he's coming off the bench. I don't think he's starting because this is their starting lineup right here. Lamelo, Terry, Kelly, Miles, Mason. He might start come playoff time, but uh, regardless, I think this is big for them. He's electric. They needed more size on this team because PJ yeah. Washington just like well, I think that isn't really a big. I don't think he was the big they necessarily wanted, but like he plays center. He plays like a backup center for them, but he's just not like he's. I mean, he's they a, got another really solid scorer off the bench and like some more size. Yeah, now PJ plays, plays backup four, with, which feels better. Man, losing Gordon Hayward really hurts this team. How long is he out for? I think this – maybe the season. But, yeah, I definitely think the Hornets won this. Um, I think Ish Smith 
has played for Washington in his career. Oh yeah, Gordon Hayward is out. So this is so this is funny that Ish That's is fine. returning. I mean, the Wizards lost. If the Wizards are getting rid of Spencer Dinwiddie and they get Ish Smith, which I think is a better player. Honestly, I really like Ish Smith. Oh yeah, Ish Smith is solid. It's like a bet. Like I mean, he will be a backup, and Dinwiddie started. I think. Uh, oh, I think Dinwiddie was starting the Tories. Ooh, sorry. Excuse me, yawn. Yeah, come on, man. No yawning on the pod. Um, so yeah, those long, are long weekend, folks. My energy isn't I'm trying to get my energy up here. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we just went through our four, four and a half biggest trades. Um, and... What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I can't. Can I? Can I finish my outro before? Okay. Um, again, the biggest four and a half trades um, in the second half of the trade deadline. And we'll come back to you with our final three trades that we thought were impactful for the rest of the season. All right, and we're back. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed our sponsored advertisements. Do we don't have a sponsor yet? Um, that's why I'm putting it out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Applications yeah. are open for sponsors. Applications are open for sponsors. Um, we start applying for uh, Spotify sponsors once our podcast reaches 50 listeners. Right now, we're only at 22. So really, 22? Uh, wait, 22 different people? Yeah. Have, okay. have listened to our podcast. Okay. So if we uh, we're looking to you guys, if you can help get us out there, we'd appreciate well, maybe that. Maybe if Jack would post on Instagram. Maybe. Maybe. So that's an easy solution. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I know. I have to get we this. We just don't new... have a. Alex hasn't made us a graphic yet, so I just feel like. Fair enough. I know. I feel like our content's getting a little more interesting here. We're tweeting now, though. So we have we're, we started our Twitter. Yeah, so. we're tweeting now. Follow us on Twitter, Chain Hoop Heroes. Um, all right, so the fifth biggest trade, and this one is a fucking mouthful, uh, is between the Pistons, the Bucks, the Kings, and the Clippers. So the Kings traded for DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, and Trey Lyles. The Pistons traded for Marvin Bagley. The Bucks traded for Serge Ibaka, and the Clippers got Semi Ojale and Rodney Hood. Um, so the biggest winner of this is the Bucks. That backup bid that they needed, potentially yeah. starter until I, Brooke comes back. I said, uh, Serge last, I said last week on the pod that looked for Milwaukee to uh, get get uh, get a bid, get that big. You're right. Um, they did it. I love Serge. I, I wonder. Not sure if he'll start for them. I don't think he'll start for them. I think Bobby will keep. He started the started. last game with them. Bobby and Serge started five and four because Giannis was out. Oh, <laughs> so but I I, don't, I still think Bobby will play the five, start for the five until Brooke gets back. Bobby's been playing so good. Yeah, and then when Brooke, well, Giannis and Serge is old too, man. Serge can't be playing all those minutes. Serge is a is a band aid for the blanket, a mm-hmm. band aid blanket for the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, we coming off the bench and getting some decent minutes, and he'll give you like 15, 15 20. Yeah, I mean that's really, I mean that's a, this Bucks team is they're deep. They're so deep, I mean, yeah. 
I mean, are they – yeah, I mean, it kind of – it really sucks losing DiVincenzo. I'm not going to lie. And Hood. They got rid of two guys. Dante was definitely – I mean, I think he was in his contract year, though. Um, so it, it kind of made sense to trade him. I mean, he's a really good two-way guard, though. Yeah, so oh. there's still the starting lineup is Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Bobby. Um, they just signed DeAndre Bembry. Yep. George Hill is out. I wonder how long he's out for. Um, so it's up top. Looks like top. looks like nothing. Oh, nothing serious. Nothing serious. Okay, so then their bench is George Hill, uh, DeAndre Bembry, Wes Matthews, Jordan Nuora, and. Serge Ibaka. So, yeah, I, I like that trade for the Bucks. Um, also, the Kings, man, I, they they're making they're making all these moves uh, this deadline, which I was shocked. Um, yeah, so I mean, Dante's a good snag. He is a good snag. I think he could be a decent piece on that team. I think he, I mean, he's going to start alongside. He'll be in the starting lineup. Yeah, he'll be the two probably, right? Oh, uh, they might be. They might play Mitchell. I think they play Mitchell there. Mitchell, Davion. They don't start Davion. They're they're gonna start Darren Fox. Have you looked at their starting lineup lately? Yeah, yeah, I can. I don't think they. I mean, like maybe they did. Now that they have him, I think they're gonna. I like. I like. Um. I like Dante coming off the bench. Interesting. So their starting lineup is D Fox, Justin Holiday. Ooh, by the way, fucking Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday both played well in their first game as a king. Um, they did. This seems interesting. I'm shocked they still have Rashawn Holmes. Maybe they just couldn't find a home for him. But uh, that's bullshit because the Bulls wanted him. Asking price just may not. Yeah, I think they just. I think the asking price is just too high, or maybe they, maybe they like. I mean, I'm sure they like Holmes. Um, just kind of. I don't know. I thought they would. Be willing to part ways with him, but I guess not. So I was disappointed. Well, it's weird because um, I read somewhere that Jalen Smith, who we're going to talk about as our as our last trade of the night, uh, the Suns received eight trade offers for Jalen Smith. I did hear that. So it's like the big the market for bids for this trade deadline was insane. I mean, how many bids were traded? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven bids were traded in eight trades, nine trades. Yep. At least in terms of the second half of our. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of teams that are dealing with uh, injuries with big guys that kind of need that really need size right now. Chicago was one of them. Milwaukee was one of them. Minnesota wanted someone. Charlotte got a big. They know they really wanted a big. Miami probably um, wanted someone too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I love that. Or are we still talking about the Kings? Yeah, I was talking about the Kings. Just um, adding some pieces. Yeah, Bagley. He, they, but yeah, they got rid of Bagley. Now Bagley's going to play for the Pistons. Where he still will probably not play a whole lot. You think? I mean, it makes sense why Detroit would do that. Yeah, they have him as their backup four. Totally makes sense. Um. I mean, they're just their development team. Yeah, I mean, they can at least put like hopefully that he turns out. Let him play. He might to as be, well. yeah, he might as honestly, he might as well just let him rip. Let's um, see. In twenty-one minutes, 
last night versus the Wizards. He had 10 points, one assist, eight rebounds, and 40% shooting. I mean, I mean, it's not it's nothing flashy, but like 20 minutes, that's decent. Yeah, I mean, he almost had a double-double. I'm glad he's getting, you know, yeah, glad he's getting some run. I mean, I don't think he was given a super fair chance, so. Fuck no. He was like blackballed from the team. He's for, still 22. He definitely still has a decent amount of potential. It totally makes sense for Detroit to take him on. Um, Detroit's got a Detroit's got a really interesting roster now. They do, and they'll probably be, and they'll probably get a good pick. Oh yeah, they'll still be again. They'll be a top five pick probably, and a pretty top, pretty top it's a, heavy it's a top heavy draft. For yeah, sure. that's well said. Yeah, they're the worst team in the East, um, tied with the. Uh, with the Orlando Magic. Yeah, man. Tank for... Tank for Chet? I don't know, though. Cause they, they... I don't like Chet, by the way. I don't know if that's... I don't think he's going to turn out as an NBA player. I think he's going to be a lot like Przingis. Just this tall, skinny guy that can shoot and block shots. But I mean, KP's skinny. Chet's a twig. Yeah, that's even better said. He's Chet can pass. Chet's a good passer. He has all the skills... Like, but people are people are also saying he like might have like a Kevin Durant role, where he's just long and just shoot. I, I don't know. I just like I don't like it. Like you look up Bonchero, that dude looks like a grown ass man. He looks like a he looks like uh, what I think Knicks fans wanted Obi Toppin to be. Yeah, a hundred percent. Perfect. I don't know. Like I, the Pistons. I don't know why I'm getting this Pistons hole right now, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> I'm here for it. I like the Pistons. Even, like, I don't know who they would draft because, like, the best guys are bigger guys. And, like, you have Jeremy Grant still. I mean, but he's going to get let go pretty soon. I think if you have an opportunity to get Brent Branchero. From- well, there's that other the Auburn. I forget that guy from Auburn. Um, still got mock draft. It's the guy from Auburn they have going number one right now. That, um, really? Who's another big guy? Yep. Yeah, the Jabari, Jabari Smith. Smith yep. Who? Then they have Chet at number two. Yeah, I mean, if you can get a star. What are these these player comps are hilarious. Chet Holgram, Marcus Canby on D. Oh, my God. That's wild. Dude. Dirk White. Marcus Canby is a big-ass man. We should, we'll, totally Dirk do a, White. we'll totally do a draft like prenup special episode for sure. Yeah, but I mean, Jaden Ivey's a stud. Jaden Ivey, D-Wade, Josh Richardson. Purdue kid, he's really good. He's playing good this year. Well, they have Paolo at five. Yeah. So he's dropping. Who's the uh... – okay, we're getting off topic. Um... So, I mean, I guess, like, maybe, like, they – I don't know, because I I like Detroit's bigs. Um, But, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe they like if they draft that Purdue kid. I think he'd be a really great addition to go um, next to Kate. I think they need an actual shooting guard next to Kate. Yeah, Kate, which should be that J. Kate Ivey should kid. be Kate, Kate should be the point guard. Yeah, he should have the ball in his hand at all times. All right, so the next biggest trade, um, and this one's really interesting, just in terms of uh, if you listen to our first trade deadline special episode, we spoke about. Uh, we spoke about the Blazers a lot and what they're doing. So the Blazers, for some, for whatever reason, trade 
the one young guy that they got in all the trades, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Yeah, he was on the plane. I think he just landed when he found out he got traded again. Yeah, I don't – So suck. So the Jazz are receiving Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Juancho Hernan Gomez. Uh, the Spurs are getting Thomas Sadoransky. And the Blazers are receiving uh, Joe Ingles, or as Trig likes to call him, uh, Joe Harris. Yeah, Joe Harris. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't is Joe. How much? How many years so, does Joe Ingles have left in this? Contract? I honestly think he's a free agent. I don't understand this. I oh, I think he is. I just don't understand this trade at all. And he's injured, so it's like, dude, they're just trying to free up as much salary as possible. I guess. I guess they're just really banking on getting a guy to come play with them. Zach Levine. I guess Zach but, Levine ain't gonna play. But what's play. interesting is that who's Anthony Simmons is playing his last three games. He's averaging like twenty six, and then like five plus assists, and they're three and up. Like the kid's balling. Yep. And with Josh Hart, him and Josh Hart combined for fifty eight last night. I love Josh Hart, that team, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, I, I do think it's weird that they got rid of Nikhil Alexander-Walker because, like, he's a young kid with potential, and I don't mm-hmm. see why not keep him on your bench. He would have been like, – you know, he's a good backup guard. He would have been good for them. I think I think they're literally just trying to dump salary. Yeah. That's got to be it. Um, Which is just, like, they're living in a fucking dream world if they honestly think anyone's going to go sign there. Joe Ingles. I do like this trade for the Jazz, though. The Jazz get a backup point guard. I like it. Who I don't even know who the Jazz backup point guard is right now. Because they've had some injury issues with Donovan. So, yeah, their backup point guard, they really didn't have one. Oh. Because Jordan Clarkson, quote-unquote, but he he plays the two. So, yeah, it definitely makes sense for them. Yeah, good trade for them. This gives them a little more depth. Jared Butler apparently has been playing well for them lately. I saw some like nasty. Uh, he had some nasty. Maybe he isn't playing well. Maybe he just said <laughs> like a, he had a really cool highlight. He like crossed over some guy and then dished for a nice assist in the paint. And you like then you just assumed he was like playing great. He's only played. He, he played four minutes last yeah. night. He had four assists. So saber metrics. That actually is a pretty solid saber metric though. Yeah, an assist for every minute in the, on the floor. But they they won by thirty, so they're definitely garbage time assists. Yeah, here's the play. Let's see. Oh, they're not gonna show it. Yeah, we don't need to do all that. Okay. <laughs> our, um, listener, our twenty-two listeners are not here to talk about Jared Butler. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, let's go into our seventh trade. Um, this is between the Toronto Raptors and the San Antonio Spurs. The Raptors are receiving Thaddeus Young. He's gonna be their backup big going into the playoffs. Um, they did some depth at a much needed position. And he's a proven vet who's been in the playoffs before, and I think he'll be a great addition to a uh, dude. To I a actually Raptors team. I actually heard a Raptors fan, so I went into the Wobe Twitter space, and I was trying to be. I was trying to talk to him. Oh yeah, yeah, the Twitter spaces. Yeah, close, fucking close. We don't have followers yet. We're almost. We'll that was close. I was trying well, to also, Wobe follows the weirdest people on Twitter. I'll just like I'll just like click on a random account, dude. just like like just cause, and like followed by Wobe. This this rap this Raptors fan was so upset about it. Why? Um, I don't know. I think 
Do you, have, do you have an answer or are you, you just basing him? I'm just like trying to like kind of remember what he like ran. I don't know. I guess he just like really devalued Thaddeus Young, who I thought like looking at it, I thought it was a good addition. Um, I think he was a little, a little upset about giving up Drogic for that little. Um, considering, because yeah, I don't know where Thad Young really fits. Yeah, I team. could see them wanting probably a backup point guard instead. Yeah. Well, Garan was like their was their backup yeah. point guard essentially. I don't know who this guy is, Delano. But Garan wasn't really playing this year, was he, he? He has not been playing for most of the season. So maybe they're just like screw, it, let's get this guy out of here and let's get someone like a veteran presence in the locker room, some a guy that can give you can give us some minutes. Because, yeah, Boucher and Precious are still uh, – But, like, if either of these two guys get injured, like – How's Precious playing this year? You're going to want to have a backup big like that. Yeah, he's been decent. He's been decent. Precious has been decent. They also have this guy named Kem Birch, who, who I feel like plays well in his minutes. 15 PER, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's actually the big average. So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so looking at it, I mean, I like that young – was wondering if he would get bought out, but it's like, no. Well, instead, the player getting bought out is who the Spurs are receiving, Garan Dragic, uh, who they receive in the trade. He's going to Dallas. They're going to buy him out. There's four teams that are interested, the Dallas Mavericks, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Chicago Bulls, and the Los Angeles Clippers. I don't think the Bulls are going to do it. Um, I can see the Mavs, man. I mean, he's friends with Luka. Yeah, they play together. They play together in Serbia. Sylvania. Sylvania, thank you. And uh, yeah, I, but why not? I mean, the like the the Mavs don't really have like a true point guard on their team because like Jalen's more of a scorer. It's like all right for like the backup point guard spot. Let's like, but now, but now they have Dinwiddie. Now, so why would they'll they... just have a mini competition on who can be more or less mediocre? I, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I mean, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, nothing's came out yet about it. Um, the Bulls, if the Bulls did it, it'd be very much a band aid. I don't even like it. They're they're Kobe White and Ayu Dasunmu are playing very well. Yeah, and they're, they're going to get Lonzo and Caruso back before the playoffs. So, like, well, I don't know why. It would just be like an immediate help. Yeah, I, I guess. Which I think Goran wouldn't sign up for that. I I see. Milwaukee or Dallas being the two most likely spots he goes to. He's, he wants to go win a championship. Yeah, I would agree. He's older in his. He's he's older. I bet if he gets traded to the Bucks, I bet he signs with Dallas in the offseason. You mean if he gets bought out or gets he's signed, already bought he's out? So if he gets signed, yeah, yeah, if he gets signed to the Bucks, I bet he will then sign with the. Well, then wouldn't he sign with Dallas? Um, maybe he wants to win a championship though. You're not going to win a championship with the Mavs this year, but you could with the No. Mavs. It depends on his motivations. Um, well, let's see. That's that's our – should we go into our eighth? Love this trade. Gritty trade between the Pacers and the Suns. The I Suns, love it for Phoenix. The Suns are getting back wing 3 and D player Torrey Craig in return of – Losing Jalen Smith to the Indiana Pacers. Torrey Craig had great playoff minutes last year. He did. He's gritty as fuck. Mm-hmm. He's gritty as fuck. 
Just another 3 and D guy that every championship team needs, honestly. Backup 3 and D. He knows the system. He's familiar with the team, the chemistry. Jalen Smith was not – he was, like, barely playing for Phoenix. So it's like you might as well get rid of him. A lot of people wanted him. Yeah, eight fucking trade offers. It's like he's Ben Simmons. Like, what the fuck? Like, why does he get eight trade offers? I don't even know if Ben got that many offers. He probably didn't. I know Minnesota probably gave him seven offers, and then Brooklyn just gave him one. Yeah, it's valid. Um, yeah, I think that's a – overall, I thought it was a great trade deadline. How did you feel about it? Yeah, it was, it was exhilarating, man, especially just like just wa- – I just cannot wait for this Brooklyn Sixers game in a couple weeks. March 10th, I think. We yeah. should watch it together. Maybe do yeah. a live stream. Oh, man. Facebook Live. I, mean, I think <laughs> Facebook Live. looking at the winners, you obviously like the biggest ones that pop out. I mean, I, you would call Philly and Brooklyn winners. I would call Philly. Brooklyn, Brooklyn gets – they finally have, like, some draft assets again. You get a guy in Ben Simmons. Um, he can be good for your franchise long term. Still can win now with um, – still can win now with the core you have with Ben. Probably got maybe a little more well-balanced, honestly. And Philly gets – Philly gets, gets who they think is their guy. Yeah. Like, the hard emphasis on think. Think. <laughs> Um, hope might be a better word too. Yeah, desperately hoping. Um, it'll be really interesting to see Harden suit up in a Philly uniform for sure. So, um, your team and my team made no moves to stay deadline. Uh, we talked about it at the end of our first trade deadline special episode, and yeah, I mean the Wolves ended up not making a move. Um, must not have just been enough uh, traction or good offers, and they're deciding to keep the team together. Yeah, I was hoping the Wolves could get like a Marcus Smart. I was really hoping for Marcus Smart, and the reason why we didn't make any moves for any backup bigs is because all the bigs that were on the uh, wire to be traded all played drop, in, as a defensive scheme where our bigs are playing up on the line, uh, in the pick and roll positions so all the bids would not have fit with our current defensive structure so that is why we uh at the end of the day elected to keep Nas as our backup bid um jelly fam unite and uh <laughs> yeah i wasn't surprised the bulls didn't make any moves um you wasn't you weren't surprised i don't think they would try but i just i kind of like the more i got close to the deadline i just don't think we're not in a position where we really can afford to trade kobe white right now because he's a been an absolute flamethrower. Bro, I love watching the I love watching the Bulls play right now. Yeah, Kobe White's been a flamethrower. He's been looking like a stud. Io's um, playing great too. Yeah, Io's not getting touched. They didn't want to trade Pat Williams, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and those guys are playing both well right now, and we're like pretty diminished. So we're pretty limited on what we can ultimately do. I think. Um, I have a question. We offered a first-round pick for somebody. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, Jacopo. Yes, Jacob. Um, okay, so of the other teams that made a deadline, not including our own teams because we're biased, um, uh, between the Lakers, the Heat, the Knicks, and the Hawks, which one are you most surprised they didn't make a move? Um, and which, which, like, which is going to hurt them the most because they didn't make a move? I'm shocked that no one wanted uh... – Talon Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn in a 2027 first-round pick. 
shocked nobody wanted it. Um, yeah, that's that's a high trade commodity. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't. That should have been the trade for James Harden, honestly. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, Lakers had no leverage to make any moves. The Knicks, I mean. The Knicks have so many pieces that they could trade. They said everyone on the roster is, is open to be traded. Well, I know they were getting pretty close to a deal at the deadline. I think it would have been for Burks. The Lakers were going to get Burks and somebody else. Bur- Alec Burks and I have no idea. There was another guy I think mentioned in that as well. Another guy or two. Okay, for Talon Horton Tucker. Kendrick Nunn, 2027 first round pick. And something else. Um, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not shocked Julius Randle didn't didn't get moved. I mean, I think he started throwing his fit too late. But he's starting to ball out right now, so maybe he's just going to try to ball out. He is balling. You can call him empty stats, though, because they're not leading to wins. I don't know. The Knicks are in a tough place, as are the Lakers. It's just weird. I don't know what's wrong with the Knicks. They have... Like, if you look at their team on paper, it just looks like a team that's, like, budding with potential. Where the Lakers are, like, budding with knee injuries and retirement plans. <laughs> I, I Like, you think the Knicks would be better? It sucks the Lakers aren't playing good because, I mean, the NBA is a better league. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think the Knicks would be good this year. I didn't think they'd be this bad. I wouldn't. Yeah. I just felt like they sold out on their defense and they didn't have enough offense to really counteract that. Um, maybe Julius Randle gets moved in the off season if he's maybe. unhappy. Um, maybe it's, maybe maybe Portland is just inevitably inevitably where Julius Randle goes. Wow. Maybe he's James. He's James uh, or Damian Lillard's co-star. I that hate, then they I hate that combination so much. Yeah, another first round exit. That's what Dame wants. Um, he can't stay away from the grind. He's like God. I want more challenges. And God is like. Bro, just leave Portland. <laughs> yes, just leave. I want to see the league mixed up even more. Uh, but no, the NBA is a better – I mean, like every sport, when the biggest market teams are playing well, it's just more fun for the sport. And I definitely can say the same about the NBA. When the Knicks and the Lakers are playing good, it's fun to watch. Um, I was shocked that the Hawks didn't do anything. I don't think they really were able to. I mean, like, a lot of guys not on super good contracts, and no, but like they're not. I don't know how great they're sitting. You know, to NBA standings, like they're oh, they're the ten seed right now. They're the ten seed. Like, whew, man, like, what's going on? Like, I think you have to make a change. Like, I'm shocked they didn't make a change. Like, I'm just gonna. I think they wanted to. I just don't think that anything really. Available to them. Yeah, and if you're Philly, you'd rather have James Harden than John Collins. Yep. So I know they like they, they were talking about doing the Ben Simmons experiment. Um, like I said, Philly was really adamant about getting a top twenty-five guy, and they were they were willing to wait for Harden. So yeah, well, and they got him. Didn't need to wait too long. Well, uh, I think that concludes our trade deadline specials. Um, we're about to we're about to get going to this to this Wolves Hornets yes, game. Yes, my first Lamelo game in person. I'm excited. Yes, same here. The new All Star. 
get like Ant and Lamelo going at each other. It's like I feel like Lamelo's won. He's won all of them. He's won all of them. Mm-hmm. Should we look this up? Yeah. Ant versus Lamelo all the time. Um, how would I even find this? Just like just wolves. Oh wait. I think StatMuse actually has it. StatMuse is a great website for anyone just like looking to find random shit that really does not matter. Oh, just super random shit. Anthony Edwards versus Lamelo Ball. I want I want wins. Okay, so he's minus twenty four in, <laughs> in the three games. So that's not great. They're definitely zero and three in those games. It doesn't. Why would it not tell me? Yeah, so Ant has not played very well in these uh, three games. So let's see if he can have a bounce back. Um, Look the other way around. Look Lamelo versus Anthony Edwards. I'm gonna do record. Yeah, he's zero three. Damn. Well, um, Skull Wolves, let's try to get a dub tonight. Um, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Yes. Later this week for another episode where we'll start talking about our first reactions after seeing all these uh, newly traded players play on their new teams. I'm hoping we'll see James Harden tonight. I'm thinking we'll see James and maybe Ben tonight. No, we're not. Is Ben not? No. We're not. Dude, Ben Simmons is not coming back till KD comes back. They're not going to throw him in the fire like that. Why? What do you mean? Yeah, they are. He's No, they aren't. He's not injured. Yeah, but he still has to do like therapy and shit like that. You gotta get his mind and his body right. He hasn't played all year. You gotta make sure he's conditioned. Okay. Harden, they're hoping he maybe played tonight. I don't think he is. Hamstring. Yeah. But shouldn't it be healed? Like he got traded, so I think he's good, right? He's no longer fat either. He took off his suit. Um. All right. Well, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, Till next time. Till next time. It was time. an electric trade deadline. I can't wait to see what trades the offseason has in store for us. And also, we're excited for the uh, All-Star game this uh, this weekend. Ooh. We'll probably do a little All-Star yes. podcast. Let's, post, uh, post break. let's camp out in the burbs this weekend. Camp out in the burbs. And- let's watch some All-Star festivities. That's all I want. Amen. Well, classic sign-off. Thanks for listening. See you next time. I love you. Oh, thank you.